Chinese cities are among the most polluted on the planet, but citizens in the coastal city of Ningbo are fighting back. Thousands recently took to the streets to protest the expansion of a petrochemical plant they feel is a danger to public health. After three days of demonstrations and clashes between protesters and the police, the government has called the project off, at least for now. Joining us now to discuss the protests from Hong Kong is Ben Carlson, a journalist with the Global Post. Welcome to Living on Earth. Thanks for having me. Uh, ben, first describe for us the scale of these protests. How many people are we talking about here? It began smaller as all protests do in China, and by the time the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, rolled around, there were several thousand people in the streets. And things got violent, I gather. Yeah, there were reports of protesters overturning cars, and the police arrested several of the demonstrators, which actually became one of the causes that people were demonstrating against later on. And actually, there was some spillover into this week. There were several hundred people out on Monday, and uh, that's the last we've heard of the protest, but uh, there may still be some activity. What has got these people so fired up? Well, the city of Ningbo is prosperous and ancient. It has one of the oldest histories in China. And all that's to say they've been trying to develop major industries in the city, and that's led to great GDP growth, but people have actually noticed that their health is getting worse and worse. And so the announcement of this plant and the plans that they were trying to push through caused a lot of people to get very upset. What's the substance they're concerned about for their health? Paraxylene is the specific chemical that many of them are worried about, and it's actually a chemical that's caused protests in other parts of China before. And there's definitely something to be worried about here. It causes central nervous system damage, liver damage, and it has proven cognitive effects. So what does this mean, that the protesters, uh, they've won, or the government just trying to slow their momentum? The protesters definitely won. On October 28th, the local government announced that they were no longer following through with plans to make this expansion. The problem is nobody's sure whether or not it's actually going to be carried out. About a year ago, there was a similar protest over the exact same chemical, and the government promised to stop production, but it's still going on now. Now, China historically has been very tough on demonstrations, uh, intolerant. Uh, of course, the killings related to the Tiananmen Square demonstrations in 1989 come to mind. Why such a measured response this time? A strange thing about protests in China is that environmental protests are actually treated more lightly. It's not as political, so there's less sensitivity around it. Although now, since there have been a large number of environmental protests over the last year, and they've been growing year by year, we may see that change. Of course, the Chinese government is preparing for its 18th National Congress. How much do you think that the government's decision to meet these protesters' demands has anything to do with the upcoming transfer of power there in China? It has a lot to do with it. You can only connect the dots from a distance, but it's coming up right after the U.S. election. And all across China, there are reports that the Internet is slowing down. People have to go through much greater security. And there's a lot of pressure on local governments to make the problems disappear. They don't want any bad news when they're going to be transferring the power. Now, how is the country as a whole responding to this protest? And how much do people hear? Uh, is this a subject of national news? Well, the news is state-run in China, so you're not seeing broadcasts on CCTV about it, but on social media, on the equivalent of Twitter in China, it's huge. There were thousands of people following it, retweeting photos, even though they were trying to crack down on it and censoring certain words related to the protests and were even blocking some people who were trying to upload photos. It became a very big cause célèbre on their equivalent of Twitter. 
At the end of the day, where is this headed? The success of these demonstrations is inspiring, you think, an environmental movement in China? Well, just this year, there have been protests in Sichuan province over a massive copper plant. There was a protest last year in the northern city called Dalian over the same chemical. There have been protests over coal plants. There's definitely going to be more of these. There's going to be no shortage of local governments in China who are going to try to build factories just as big and just as polluting as the one in Ningbo. And I definitely think you're seeing a disconnected local sense of environmental awareness growing. And we could be on the tipping point of a national movement, but that's hard to say where it's going to go. People I've talked to say this is the natural consequence of a larger middle class in China. You have people who have more education, who have property, who have higher expectations of health and, and of their lives and of their children's lives. And so the way China's been growing by building more and more factories, factories that are too dangerous for other countries, is no longer acceptable to a lot of these people. Ben Carlson is a journalist for The Global Post based in Hong Kong. Thank you so much, Ben. Thank you.